if you're new to this whole world of baby led weaning and starting solid foods, you might still be on the fence as to whether this approach is going to work for you. And if that's the case, I want to send you my free feeding guide called Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby? This is a guide that contains a decision tree map that you can work your way through to determine if this is the right approach for you guys and then when it's time to start. Grab your copy of Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby on my website at babyledweaning.co slash resources. I was doing my breakfast dishes this morning, turned the garbage disposal on, and then heard that terrible noise when you know something is in the disposal, but like you can totally tell the damage has already been done. Sure enough, it was an easy peasy tiny spoon, totally shredded, which if I've learned anything about these baby lead weaning spoons from Easy Peasy is that the garbage disposal and the dog both love them. And I was bummed because it's one of my favorite colors that they make, the light gray line, which is called pewter. But my garbage disposal disaster, I guess it came at just the right time because Easy Peasy is having their annual Mother's Day sale from this Friday to Sunday, so May 10th to 12th. You can get 20% off all of the Easy Peasy feeding gear with the affiliate discount code BLWMOM on orders of $50 or more. So this is a great time to stock up at 20% off because my regular Easy Peasy code is usually only for 10% off. So this bump up to 20% off is nice, but it's just for three days. So head to easypeasyfun.com to grab tiny spoons, their tiny cups, and the best suction mats and bowls for baby lead weaning. They have a really cool new bundle maker on their website if you want to group or piece a few items together or If you just don't want to think about it, then just grab one of the Easy Peasy First Foods sets. It has everything you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods with baby led weaning. That code is BLWMOM for 20% off Easy Peasy orders of $50 or more now through Sunday, May 12th at easypeasyfun.com. And happy Mother's Day to you. And if you look at the list of protein foods, half are plant foods, 10 are plant foods, 10 are animal foods. Of the plant-based protein foods on the 100 First Foods list, all 10 of them meet that threshold of providing one milligram of iron or more per adult serving size. Now, of course, your baby's not eating the full adult serving size, but it's a good place to start from. And you're probably not going to be surprised that all of these protein foods happen to be in the legume family. So they're dried peas or beans, which, yes, you can make safe even for earlier eaters to eat. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Is it possible for your baby to get iron from foods even if your family doesn't eat animal foods, right? You hear about the different types of iron. There's heme-based iron and non-heme iron. And the heme that's found in animal foods is better absorbed by the human body. But there's a lot of people that don't eat foods with that type of iron in it. So how do they get iron? And if your family does not eat animal foods, I want you to know that you certainly can get enough iron from foods as your baby is making the transition to solid food. So today's episode is all about plant-based sources of iron, which this is episode 375. And for as many of these mini training episodes as we've done, we've never had one dedicated to plant-based sources of iron. So somebody asked me about the other day and here we go. Here's how you can get iron from plant foods. Let's start at the beginning. Why is iron important? We have a lot of other iron related episodes in this podcast. I'm going to link some of the most downloaded iron specific episodes in the description where you're listening to this if you want to learn more, but 
the TLDR version regarding iron. It's a mineral that your body needs and your baby's body needs for growth and development. So human bodies use iron to make hemoglobin, which is a protein in red blood cells that's responsible for carrying oxygen from the lungs to all the parts of the body. It also makes myoglobin, a protein that provides oxygen back to the muscles. So your body needs iron to make some other hormones. And it's really important for a lot of reasons. But when we think about babies in particular, with regards to cognitive development. So everybody wants a baby with a functioning brain, right? Getting enough iron from foods will be important. Now, does all the iron need to come from food? Absolutely not. Please don't forget that even when you start solid foods, infant milk, which is breast milk or formula, will continue to be your baby's primary source of nutrition, including iron. But doesn't my baby run out of iron at a certain point and then need to get it from food? Yes, it is true that babies receive a big, big push of iron at the tail end of pregnancy from mom. So your baby was born prematurely. They might be at higher risk for iron deficiency and your doctor's aware of that and hopefully checked for that. But that maternal iron store that baby gets from mom, it lasts for about the first four to six months of life. And somewhere around there, the iron stores from mom start dissipating. But that's okay because we've got this little insurance policy going on called infant milk. So breast milk or formula is providing iron and your baby is also learning how to eat foods, which eventually will account for most of your baby's nutrition. But during the weaning period, six to 12 months of age, when your baby is learning how to get more nutrition from food and eventually less from infant milk, we gradually do want to ramp up their ability to eat naturally occurring sources of iron, right? You don't have to go buy fortified iron foods because babies can learn to eat the naturally occurring sources of iron. So when it comes to plant versus animal sources of iron, it is true that the human body absorbs the heme-based iron. That's what we found in animal foods like egg yolk and meat and fish and poultry. That type of iron, heme iron, is better absorbed by the human body. But the type of iron found in animal foods called non-heme iron is still a very valuable source of nutrition. And if you don't eat animal foods, that's where you're going to be getting the iron from. Now, regardless of whether your family does or does not eat animal foods, vitamin C is an important component in this discussion because vitamin C helps the body absorb iron, okay? And it's the non-heme iron in humans that vitamin C helps. So when you have animal foods, there's a compound in there that helps the body absorb iron from those foods. But if you don't have animal foods, then vitamin C is the only dietary constituent other than the animal tissue, which you're not eating, that has been shown to promote the absorption of non-heme iron in humans. So the vitamin C piece is really important. So as we go through some non-heme plant-based sources of iron that your baby can safely learn to eat, I want you to keep in mind that you also want to be including vitamin C containing foods as part of the diet. So the way that I structured this episode today is I actually went through my own 100 first foods list to identify the plant-based sources of iron. And the general rule of thumb is if I'm looking at a food and a package, of a food that I'm going to feed my baby. If there's one milligram of iron or more, I'm like, hey, that's a pretty decent source of iron. Now, of course, absorption rates for iron vary wildly based on lots of different factors. And your baby's not eating the full-blown adult portion size, especially early on. They might get there. Okay, this is kind of just a ballpark. If you're looking at a food and there's like not close to one milligram of iron or zero milligrams of iron, that might still be a very valuable food, right? All the fruits and vegetables are great sources of vitamin C, but they, for the most part, don't have any iron. We're not discounting them, just saying, well, that's not an iron food. And your baby needs a variety of foods to meet their nutrition needs, right? The iron foods are one thing, but if you don't have the vitamin C foods to help your baby absorb the iron from those plant foods, it really doesn't work as great. So that's why we work on this diet diversity, offering a variety of foods. So if we're looking at the original 100 first foods list, the way we implement it is we follow a five-step feeding framework. 
where we introduce a new fruit on Monday, a new vegetable on Tuesday, a starchy food on Wednesday, a protein food on Thursday, and an allergenic food on Friday. So there's five categories in the 100 First Foods list. And if you don't have a copy of that original 100 First Foods list, I give it away to everybody for free on my online video workshop called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. You can take that workshop right now or as soon as you're done listening to this episode later today, tomorrow, whatever works for your schedule. You can sign up at babyledweaning.co. And when you get the 100 First Foods list, you'll see that it's divided into those five food categories, right? Fruits, vegetables, starchy foods, protein foods, and allergenic foods. The fruits and the vegetables, we're skipping right over those because again, those are valuable foods for nutrition and taste and texture, but they don't contain iron. Not discounting them, we just are focusing on iron in this episode. So be sure to incorporate those to help your baby absorb the iron from the different plant foods that you're offering. But if we go to the third category, the starchy foods, the point of the starchy foods list is to show you a variety of different carbohydrate containing foods that your baby can eat. Okay, we know that families get stuck on pasta, potatoes, rice. Okay, we get in that pasta, potatoes, and rice rut. It's what other carbohydrate foods can my baby or my family or even me eat, right? We all know we should be eating more whole grains, but guess what? Whole grain foods are a very safe source of nutrition for your baby. And whole grains tend to have a ton more iron than their refined grain counterparts do. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. So I stacked the starchy foods list with a lot of whole grains, okay? If you go through the starchy foods list on the 100 First Foods list, there's 20 foods on there. 12 of them meet that threshold of offering one milligram of iron or more per adult serving, okay? Again, baby's not gonna eat that whole serving right off the bat, but this is a good one to teach your baby slash child slash yourself to learn how to eat because they're packed with nutrition, including iron. And I think sometimes when we think about whole grains, you're like, oh yeah, that's a good source of fiber. That's a good source of protein. But these foods are very valuable sources of iron as well. Now, there is a compound in some whole grains. They're called phytates that kind of bind up and make some of the minerals a little bit less absorbable, things like calcium and iron. But I don't want you to worry about that. It's not a reason to not eat these foods. But of course, absorption rates of iron do vary, but you can't absorb iron in your body if it's not in the food to begin with. So we're starting with the foods that are higher sources of iron. And I want to tell you, these are in alphabetical order because this is how they are on the starchy foods list. I want to give you 12 examples of starchy foods that are whole grain that meet that one milligram per cooked adult serving. I'm going to start with A for amaranth, barley, 
cornmeal. I love cornmeal for making polenta for babies, right? The polenta you buy at the store is way too high in salt, but it's so easy to make at home. Makes these beautiful little finger foods your baby can pick up and eat. And sometimes you forget cornmeal as a whole grain. Camet, millet, oatmeal. Sometimes parents ask, oh, if I'm going to skip white rice cereal, can I do baby oatmeal? You don't need to do baby oatmeal, regular oatmeal. We can make it safe for your baby to eat. And even if it's unrefined as a whole grain, it has a pretty good amount of iron. Quinoa, rye, sorghum, spelt, even sweet potatoes. There's not nearly as much iron there as you're going to find in the other whole grains, but more than you're going to find in white potatoes. And then teff is the last one. So those 12 starchy foods, amaranth, barley, cornmeal, camet, millet, oatmeal, quinoa, rye, sorghum, spelt, sweet potato, and teff, all good sources of iron. And we haven't even hit the protein food category yet. Let's move there next. If you look at the protein list, so I have 20 proteins in my protein list, 10 are plant foods and 10 are animal foods. And guess what? 10 out of 10 plant foods on the protein list meet that threshold of one milligram of iron per serving or more that we identify as being, okay, a decent source of iron and somewhere, a good place to start for your baby. Now you might get tired of hearing about legumes, so dried peas and beans, but every single plant-based protein on this list comes from those categories. So in general, the dried peas and beans category and lentils, those foods, great source of protein. Yeah, they have fiber, but they also have a really impressive amount of iron as well. So the protein foods, the 10 plant foods we have on our protein list, adzuki beans, black beans, chickpeas, which you might also know as garbanzo beans, fava beans, kidney beans, lentils, lupini beans, mung beans, pinto beans, white beans. The next time you're like in your grocery store or your pantry, take a look at your beans, okay? I think you can have dried beans if you have the time slash energy slash know-how to soak them properly and cook them. I don't mess around with dried beans because I never have enough time. I'm a big fan of canned beans. Yes, canned foods can work very well for your baby. We look for no added salt varieties of canned foods. And if you can't find them, just remember that if you rinse a canned bean product or canned good, you can reduce the sodium by about a third. Now, of course, if you make them from scratch yourself, they have no added salt. And inside of my program, Baby Lead Weaning with Katie Ferraro, there's this 100 First Foods content library, and they show you how to make all of these different foods safe for your baby at phase one, which is right when you start out with solid foods. Because you can't just open like a can of kidney beans and give it to your baby who's six or seven months of age or eight even, right? They don't have their pincer grasp yet. It's not safe for them to eat those smaller pieces of food until they've had enough exposure and experience with the longer pieces of food. But we can modify all of these different beans, even for phase one, to make them safe for earlier eaters. So the protein foods, again, I'll read them through one more time. The, the 10 plant foods there, adzuki beans, black beans, chickpeas, fava beans, kidney beans, lentils, lupini beans, mung beans, pinto beans, white beans. All of these are wonderful for babies because they contain all that other nutrition, plus iron if you're not eating animal foods. If you're eating animal foods, you're getting some iron there too, but it's a good idea to be incorporating some of these plant-based sources of iron as well. If you want to get that 100 First Foods content library that's inside of my program, all of that's linked up at babyledweaning.co. That's also where you can find the link to take that free workshop if you want to just get the 100 First Foods list. But if you want me to show you how to make all of those foods, that's inside of the program, babyledweaning.co slash program. Now there's one final category of the 100 First Foods list where the last 20 foods reside and it's our allergenic foods category. Now you might be aware that there are nine foods we call the big nine that account for about 90% of food allergy in North America. And four of those big nine foods are animal foods. So if we look at cow's milk, egg, fish, and shellfish, families that eat animal foods would regularly consume those. And vegan families 
do not eat those foods. Some of our vegan families, they kind of bend the rules and like, hey, I want my child to be introduced to that potentially allergenic protein because down the road, they might decide to eat that food. And me introducing the allergenic food early and often helps lower the risk of food allergy. Just so even though I as an adult might be vegan, I'm not going to adhere as strictly to that for my baby because I want them to have exposure to that protein. Some of those families do it. Some of them don't. They're like, nope, absolutely no animal foods. Okay, well, if you are not eating fish or shellfish or cow's milk or egg, you can't, there is no way that you're going to introduce your baby to that protein to lower the risk of food allergy. But that's a decision that family made. But if we look at the allergenic foods list, I actually have 20 different foods. Even though there's only nine different food categories, we have a variety of different ways to introduce these different allergenic foods. So some of the allergenic foods on that list are plant-based and some of those meet this iron threshold to be considered a good plant-based source of iron for your baby. So four of the foods that are of the 20 on the allergenic foods list meet that threshold. And those are edamame. So that's one of the ways we do soy. You can modify that for early eaters. For older babies, they can you can just cook and offer the little green soybeans. I usually smash them with my thumb to make them flat for those are for babies who are in phase two or beyond. So like the second eight weeks of baby led weaning or beyond, they're generally safe to try those smaller pieces of food and they know what to do with them. But we have this really cool edamame hummus recipe inside of our program for the early eaters. If you want to incorporate edamame for your baby who's in the first eight weeks of starting solid foods. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another food that is on the allergenic foods list that has an impressive amount of iron is sesame. We do that in the form of tahini, which is sesame paste, which you might be familiar with as an ingredient in hummus. Now, commercial hummus that you buy at the store tends to have too much salt in it for babies, but you can very easily make your own. We actually do hummus a number of different ways with some of those other canned beans that we talked about from the protein list. So some canned beans with some tahini, I mean, like double iron overload. I'm being facetious. Your baby is not going to overload on iron from food. It's actually possible for your baby to megadose on iron from food. Megadosing would only occur if your baby was taking like very, very high levels of, of supplemental iron, which we've covered supplemental iron separately in the podcast, but I don't recommend megadosing. Another food, number three from the allergenic foods list that's high in iron is tofu. Tofu is one of my favorite, cheapest ways to introduce babies to soy, the potentially allergenic food soy, but it also has an impressive amount of iron. Like there's so much bang for your buck in a block of tofu. Like, don't get me started. Love tofu. The last one is wheat germ. Now, babies don't eat a ton of wheat germ. Adults don't eat a ton of it either. But even in a very, very small amount of wheat germ, there's an impressive amount of iron because the wheat germ, the germ is the middle of the kernel, right? In the middle of the kernel is where the fat and the minerals, including iron, resides. So wheat germ is a wonderful source of iron for your baby. And just to, if you're struggling with some of these foods that are a little more on the slippery side, like I was doing peaches for a baby the other day and peaches are not in season. So I was working with canned peaches. So you can find canned peach slices that are packed in their own juice or water. So no syrup because syrup is an added sugar, but man, a canned peach is a slippery little sucker. Roll it in a little bit of wheat germ. Okay. Wheat, it germ does contain wheat. So that's another way to introduce your baby to that potentially allergenic food wheat, but you can just, it's like a little dusting. You roll that, either the avocado slice or the pear or the peach, whatever the slippery item is in the wheat germ, the baby, it creates a little bit of traction for the baby to pick that food up and bring it to their mouth. 
And it also is another way to give them a little bit of iron. So I hope you can see that from the starchy foods list, the protein foods and the allergenic foods category, there are lots of options for your baby. In this episode, I shared 12 starchy foods, 10 protein foods, and then four of the allergenic foods. So what's that? 14 plus 12, 26 different foods that contain iron that are not animal foods that your baby can safely learn how to eat. If you want to grab that 100 first foods list, it's on my free online workshop, Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. If you want me to show you how to make all the foods on the 100 first foods list, that's inside my program at babyledweaning.co slash program. Thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you to our partners at Airwave Media. If you like podcasts that feature food and science and using your brain, check out some of the podcasts from Airwave Media. All of the show notes for this episode with the links where you can get the 100 first foods list and extra help if you want it on how to make these foods safe for your baby for all their ages and stages, that will all be linked up in the show notes, which you can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash 375. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you try out some of these plant-based sources of iron soon. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.